You guys can be seated this morning. Welcome to Easter morning. We are so glad that you're here with us, worshiping with us. And if I haven't had a chance to personally meet you yet, my name is Aaron, and I'm the lead pastor here at NCC, and we're so glad that you're with us. And we want to take a moment, just a quick moment, and reflect on what Easter morning means and what Christ has done for us. You know, I was in the sixth grade whenever our family moved to this small town in Arkansas. And we just moved there. I started school like in the middle of the week on a Tuesday. And my brother and I, we went to the same school. He's just a grade apart from me. And um, so we started riding the bus home, kind of got used to that. Well, on Friday, Michael came and he said, Aaron, I'm not going to be on the bus. There's going to be a pep rally, so you're going to have to get on the bus by yourself. And I thought, I'm a sixth grader. I can do this. I've got this. So I get on the bus, and I start to make my way home. We go through our bus route. And the bus driver gets to my stop. So I stand up. I start to walk off the bus. And he stops me, and he's like, is this your stop? And I'm like, yeah, this is my bus stop. And he looks at me, and he's like, I don't think this is the stop you've gotten off of the past few days. And I said, no, this is my bus stop. This is my street. This is where I live. And so he's like, okay. So I get off. I start to walk down my street, get about halfway down the street, and I realize that's not my house, and this is not my street, and that was not my bus stop, but I'm a sixth grader, so I'm confident, you guys. I'm like, I've got this, so I just think if I walk down this street, I'm going to get to my house, so I walk down the street, make a turn, walk down another street, make another turn, and I'm no longer in my neighborhood, and I'm thinking, it's okay. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to get there. I walk past the gas station, past some restaurants. I walk out of town, I'm now a mile outside of town. I didn't know it at the time, but later I tracked it. Like, I'm a mile outside of town, and something in my mind thinks, just keep walking, and you're going to get to your house. And all of a sudden, I start to panic, and I realize my house is not out of town. It's back in that neighborhood. So I turn back around. I start walking in, walk past the gas station, get to a pizza hut. I walk inside. Someone gives me some money. You guys remember pay phones? Yep. I had to find a pay phone, made a call. As soon as I hear my mom's voice, like I'm six, I'm in the sixth grade, but I just start bawling like a baby. And I'm like, mom, I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at. I just got off on the wrong bus stop. I'm in the wrong part of town. Like, I have no idea. Mom said, don't panic. I'm going to be there in just a second. She comes and gets me. The crazy thing is I'm two minutes from my house at the Pizza Hut. I'd walk like an hour and a half that day, and I was just a few minutes away from my house. I don't know if you've ever been lost before. Like, you know, some of us grew up with GPS and smartphones, so we're never lost, right? Like, at any moment, you just say, take me home or take me to this restaurant. You got turn-by-turn directions there. But, like, when I was younger, I remember that. Like, I'd get lost, and I'd feel nervous. I'd start to panic. I'd be afraid. And this morning, I just want you to take a moment and reflect on that. Maybe you've never been physically lost, but all of us at some point in our life, we are spiritually lost. You're like me in the sixth grade where you don't know where you're at spiritually and you don't necessarily know where you need to go or even how to get there and we end up spiritually lost. And this is not just a problem with you or with me. This has been a problem all throughout history. If you have your programs, you can open them up and some of the notes are in there, but we can be spiritually lost and not even know it. And if you look at the very beginning of our story as women and men here on this earth, as God's creation, like we see this in Genesis 3, we got lost very early on in the story. And the Bible says that God created the world. He put everything good here. He placed us in the garden, gave us everything that we needed. And the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, they chose to tell God, we're going to do this our own way. 
I don't know if you've ever been there, but they thought, God, I've got this figured out. I don't need you in my life. I can do this. And they ate of a tree that God told them not to eat from. And we read this. The Bible says in Genesis 3 that the woman saw the fruit was good for eating. She tasted it. She gave some to her husband. He ate it. And then they realize that they are now disconnected from God. And so when God begins to walk in the garden that evening to connect with his creation, they take off running and hide behind the trees. And God looks at them and listen to what he says, where are you? Okay, this is not because God is lost, okay? It's not like I got turned around in the garden. I don't know where I'm at. God knows where he's at. He even knows where Adam and Eve is, but they don't know where they're at anymore. They're spiritually lost. And God's saying, do you know what you've done in disobeying me? You've disconnected yourself from me, and now you are spiritually lost. Your spirit is no longer connected into me as your creator. You're out on your own now. They had made that decision. We make that decision. And I can remember this, man. If you're lost for long enough, you may not even know that you're lost. Things start to happen. You start to get frustrated. Where you were scared, where you were nervous, like it starts to turn to anger and frustration. I remember this, before smartphones, we'd be driving in Dallas, my wife Sarah and I, and she'd say, Aaron, you don't know where you're going, and I'd get mad at her. I'm not going to stop and ask for directions. I know where I'm at. Just let me keep driving. I know where I'm going. And she was doing it out of love, but I'd start to get angry because that's what happens when we're lost. Or when we're spiritually lost, we feel isolated from others. Like, I know you have a full TikTok profile and Instagram and Facebook and all of that, but spiritually, you can feel isolated from others. And when you're disconnected from God, you feel spiritually isolated from him. And that's what happens when we're lost. But can I tell you this good news this morning? This is what we're remembering this Easter morning, is before you and I even knew we were lost, someone came looking for us. God came looking for us like we see that in the scriptures. A matter of fact, in the book of Luke in chapter 19, there were some people getting frustrated at Jesus because he just hung out with whoever was around. Like he wasn't particular about who he hung out with. And they're saying, Jesus, why aren't you hanging out with more religious people? And this is what Jesus said. I came to seek and to save those that are lost. Before you and I even knew it, Jesus said, I'm coming to find you. Like my mom did for me at the pizza, there is no way I could have gotten back home. It didn't matter how long I walked. It didn't matter how hard I tried. I was not going to get back to my house. And that's the way it is. No matter how hard we try on our own, we cannot be good enough. We cannot try to do good enough things and eventually get connected back to God. But he came looking for us. I want you to hear this. God was not up in heaven just saying, go left, go right. You're doing that wrong. Turn around. You're going the wrong way. That's not the kind of God he is. This is the kind of God that wraps himself up in flesh and comes to live among us. When you and I didn't know how to get back to God, Jesus came and he said, I'm going to show you the way. And this is the powerful truth. We see this in Matthew 27 and 28 is the cross was the way back to, to God. Jesus paid the price for your sin and for my sin. When we've told God in our life, we'll do this on our own, we'll figure it out by ourselves. Jesus came and sacrificed his life. He gave himself for us so that we could have a way back to God. What God wanted all the way in the garden, all the way at the beginning, is to be connected to his creation. Jesus made the way on the cross. And we see this, 2 Peter 3, 9, one of Jesus' disciples wrote decades after Jesus' death and resurrection. This is what he said is, Christ came and once and for all, he paid the price for our sin. 
the righteous, meaning Jesus was perfect for the unrighteous. We are not perfect. We tend to mess things up. And Jesus came and he gave his life for us. And this is why, for the forgiveness of our sins and to make a way back to God. That's what Jesus did. He didn't want you to stay lost. He didn't want me to stay lost. And so he came to walk among us to bring us back to God. And that's the story of what we remember on Good Friday, that Jesus gave his life. That's what we remember Easter morning, is that he rose again to give us a brand new start. He conquered sin. He conquered death. He conquered our mistakes and made a way back to God. And you may be here this morning and you may be honest and say, you know what? I'm spiritually lost. I'm disconnected from God. I'm disconnected from others. I've been trying to do this on my own and I don't know where I'm at spiritually and I don't know where I'm going. Or maybe you're watching this online. Someone invited you and you would be honest. You're there by yourself, but you're like, man, I feel spiritually isolated too. Like I'm just alone in this thing and I'm disconnected from God. The powerful news of this weekend, what we're celebrating is you don't have to stay lost. There is a God who loves you he came and he lived among us so that we could know the way back to God. And if that's you, I want to just lead us in a prayer. I'm going to ask if you would maybe just take a moment and bow your head and close your eyes and reflect on this. Are you spiritually lost? Are you disconnected from God? Do you not know where you're at spiritually or maybe even where to go? I'm here to tell you God wants a relationship with you. And through the cross, he's made a way back to himself. You just have to stop and ask for help. That's all you have to do. He's already looking for you. He's already made the way. You just have to stop and ask for the directions. God, I need help. I need you to find me. And I'm going to pray for us this morning. And I'm going to invite you to say this prayer with me. It's just a simple prayer that acknowledges, God, I know that I've messed up. I've tried to do this on my own sometimes. And God, I need your help. I'm praying for your forgiveness. And so I'm going to invite all of us to say this out loud. You may, be by your home, you may be at home by yourself, but I want you to say this out loud with me. We're going to pray this together because we don't want anyone praying this alone. Let's repeat this together. Jesus, I come to you. I know that I've messed up. I'm lost. And I need your help. So I invite you into my life. I pray that you would be the Savior of my life. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me for my sins and give me a brand new start. I pray this in your name. Amen. Now, can you just put your hands together and celebrate for anyone that prayed that prayer? If you've been disconnected from God, this morning is a new start for you. God's doing something new in your life. If you prayed that and meant that, God is wanting a relationship with you and he's walking with you. And this is the thing. We don't want you to do this alone. We don't want you to do this by yourself. So if you're saying, Aaron, I've been lost. I've been disconnected from God. We want to connect with you and help you in this relationship. And so you can do this. You can go to our website, newcommunity.co slash new life. So just newcommunity.co slash new life on your phone. And you can let us know, hey, I prayed that prayer this morning. I've been disconnected from God, but I want to start a relationship with God. And we're going to encourage you. We want to pray for you and help you because we believe this. No one should have to walk this journey alone. We want to help you find your way back to God and connect with him. And so we want to do that, okay? So I believe this. If you pray that God's doing something new in your life, this morning is a morning of celebration and of resurrection, a brand new start for you. So if you would all stand to your feet,
And we're going to close out our service time together just singing this one more time together, celebrating the goodness of God. Let's sing this together.